health care costs and health insurance for for me and for you and for everybody. Uh, you, you, we have kind of noticed that benefits when it comes to health care insurance aren't as great. And we were discussing how, from an employer standpoint, because you, you yeah. have experienced this as, yeah. as an employer as well, health care costs as an employer, it's, it, some of these companies are like, there's not much we can do. Yeah, it's you know for most employers it's their second largest cost behind payroll, and that that's the way for my company it is. And a lot of times when companies will face financial difficulties, the kind of inflation we've had recently, one way to help control those costs is to scale back benefits. It makes the premiums cheaper. Unfortunately, that just transfers all of that cost onto the employees, and it transfers it onto the employees that need health care the most. Um, in this country, five percent of our population consumes half of all our healthcare costs. Those are the people who are very sick. The bottom 50% of the population consumes 3% of the healthcare cost. So when you transfer that money, it doesn't transfer equally across your employees. It's the employees with things like MS or have to have a surgery, et cetera, that they face those bills. You mentioned in the previous segment, you say this in your book, mm-hmm. this, this isn't a Republican or a Democrat no. thing. This is just, we need to fix how the healthcare system works here in the United States. So take me through some of the things you mentioned in your book, some of the steps. How can we fix what you think, you know, is this issue? Well, the unfortunate thing is there's no one easy fix. You know, the people who say, well, if we just went to Medicare for all in the government, that doesn't fix it. The people who say, if we just got rid of big pharma, that that doesn't fix it. There's no one easy fix. There's a lot of things that have to happen. We have to fundamentally change how we consume healthcare, how much we consume, and who pays for it. And all of how that happens, um, we've set up a system that you couldn't possibly be any worse from a cost perspective. And we've got to fundamentally change an awful lot of that. Is, is, it, is there something that, is it the government that needs to fix it? Can employers do something? Do we need to put more pressure on healthcare companies? Is there something that you and I could yeah. do? Like, I mean, what, well, what do we do? Start with the easy thing. You, yeah. you do you and I. Um, an awful lot of our problem is a little bit self-inflicted. I'm guilty of it. We have a huge problem with obesity in this country. We have a problem with diabetes. We have a problem with smoking. So the more that each individual takes their health care seriously, that helps, helps immensely. Um, I think given the fundamental nature of the problem and how big it is, it's going to take some government intervention. I would love to see uh, companies, whether they be delivery companies or health insurance companies, also get involved. But this is not something that the market is going to change on its own. You live here in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You're a North Carolinian. Yep. Let, let's bring it kind of closer to home. Are there any specific challenges or anything unique about hospitals and healthcare here in North Carolina? Yeah. One of the really positive things, we live in an area with phenomenal healthcare. You know, you've got Rex, UNC, Duke, Wake. I mean, we have incredible access to wonderful hospitals and wonderful physicians. So that's great. Now, we also live in a state where at the state fair, you can find just about anything deep fat fried, you know, <laughs> including butter and Oreos. Yeah, yes. Well, we also live in a state that has a tobacco history. And so we've got smoke. So those are problems for us. And we need to fix some of those problems to have a, a healthier lifestyle and help reduce that burden on the system. Does it help that we also have trails and hiking and, you know, all those access to roadways and, and walkways and, and bike trails and, and stuff a- like absolutely. that? Absolutely. Absolutely helps immensely. And we need to do more of making those things available. And I think employers need to do more to help incentivize people. Um, One of the things that I think is just ridiculous right now is there is a whole new class of drugs that do a phenomenal job at treating obesity, Wagovi, Majuro, et cetera. And they're not covered by insurance companies. They're very expensive. 
and insurance companies don't cover them. These are very safe drugs that have been around for a long time in a different form. Well, that's the kind of thing we need to fix. Talking with Ron Howergan uh, here in studio, the author of Clear, Reforming Healthcare to Save the U.S. Economy, also the CEO of uh, Fulcrum Strategies. And I, I want to—I'm curious. This mm-hmm. book came out. You said it, it was uh, published last month, yeah. right? Yep. Have you gotten any feedback from people in the healthcare industry? Have you heard from people saying, "Yes, thank you so much. You're, you know, telling some of the inside stories." Yeah. Are, are some people saying, "What are you doing? What are, yeah. Wait, wait, wait!" wait. <laughs> yeah, um, a, a little of both. Yeah. You know, most of the people inside the healthcare delivery system—hospitals, nurses, doctors, et cetera—they want to see it fixed. Um, and so a lot of uh, the feedback I've gotten from them is, you know, thank you for sort of starting a conversation. I don't pretend to know that I have the answers to everything or that my solutions are the best. Um, I want there to be a conversation and we'll come up with the best solution. So, yeah, they have. Now, there have been others who have said, you know, why are you biting the hand that feeds you? Don't you make money off the system? And I do. That's what my, my company does. But uh, it's something that is going to crash if we don't fix it. So it's all, in all our best interest to fix it. And before we even brought you into the studio, mm-hmm. I was talking to you off air and, and asked you, you know, where did you get the idea of writing this book? And you said, I had all these thoughts in my head after, what, yeah. 30, 30 years working in the business? I will tell you that. So this is my second book. Several years ago, I wrote a book called Flatlining, which was sort of the diagnosis of how healthcare will kill the U.S. economy. This is like the solution. And flatlining came from watching a movie on a plane the big short about the housing crash in 08 and 09. And I'm an economist. And so I watched that movie and I kept thinking, this is healthcare. This is what's going to happen to healthcare. And so I had to sort of write the book to prove myself wrong. And unfortunately, I wrote the book and said, I think I'm right. I think it will crash. Now, if healthcare crashes the way the housing industry crashes, it's going to make 08 and 09 look like a hiccup. Healthcare is five times the size of the housing industry. Our healthcare industry there are only two countries in the world that have a larger economy than what we spend on just healthcare, and that's China and Japan. And we're going to pass Japan in about three years. So when I started thinking about what happened with the housing crash, I said, if this happens to healthcare, this is going to be much, much worse. It'll make the Great Depression look like a hiccup. And when when you say it crashes, the the health insurance this industry crashes. I mean, what does that look like for the average person? How does that affect me? Um, it could look like hospital failures. It could look like physician failures. Um, a lot of hospitals are working on very thin margins, if any, right now because of the nursing cost increases and some of their supply cost. And the way it could look like the average person, especially in North Carolina, where most of the counties only have one hospital, what happens when that hospital closes its doors and just can't open anymore? Um, what happens when your physician office says, look, I, I can't see these patients anymore. I can't care for Medicaid or Medicare because it doesn't compensate me enough. That's what a failure looks like. Where can we get a copy of this book? It's on Amazon, um, like everything else in the world. So it's very easy to get from Amazon. All right. It is called Clear, Reforming Healthcare to Save the U.S. Economy. Ron uh, Howergan, joining us in studio. Thanks so much. Oh, thank uh, you. For uh, opening our eyes to to the, the inside scoop on, on this. No problem. Thank you for the time.